Hi, I'm Tashi from Paint by Tashi Jade Bell on Instagram. Hi, I'm Yonja from Germavolt. And this is the Beauty Business Podcast, a podcast that focuses on the business and legal aspects of the beauty and fashion industry. Yes, we will be talking about industry trends and issues, and you will also hear interviews from brand founders and other industry experts. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the episode. So as you heard from our intro, we have a new co-host, Yonja. Unfortunately, Flora has had extra responsibilities put on her at work, which means that she will be traveling a lot more in the future and is unable to join us for this season. I'm so happy to be the new co-host and this is going to be a fabulous season. It definitely is. Well, we hope it will be anyway. (laughs) Yonja brings in many years of experience in the beauty and fashion industry. Being a business owner of her own, and more recently the owner of Dumbavolt, an online K-beauty destination for exclusive K-beauty products in Australia. In fact, Yonja was one of our guests for season one. She enjoyed it so much that she wanted to be part of the podcast. Welcome, Yonja. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can listen to those episodes, episodes eight and nine in season one. So, Yonja, can you just, for our audience and new audiences, just talk, tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, so, basically, I am obviously the owner of Dermaval that we specialize in Korean skincare. I started the business about um, officially... Uh, launching about 18 months ago Um, and probably something that um, other people don't know about me is that I also work in the tech industry Uh, yeah (laughs) Um, so I do have a another gig Um, so I kind of balance between the two as well as being a mother of two I've got a daughter and a son um and yeah so it's a bit of a juggling act at the moment going Mm. between all different hats that I wear there's so much Uh, to do each day (laughs) I know (laughs) Tashi you got to experience a day in the life of Yonja I did and it was packed I mean um from every single minute there was something that Yonja had to do so she is a very busy woman and we're very lucky to have her as a co-host on the Beauty Business Podcast Thank you so much, Tashi. I think um, this is a fabulous opportunity. Um, there was just so much, it was so much fun doing my first podcast with you and Flora that I just couldn't pass up the opportunity to actually co host with you. I'm so happy um, to yeah. I'm so happy <laughs> to so hear that. To, yeah, and I'm so excited to meet and talk to other other people where we're all on the same journey together um you know building these businesses and sharing stories so i'm really excited for season two yeah it's going to be an exciting one because we've done a couple of interviews already that are lined up but tashi i want to hear your story how we met via instagram when i contacted you about collaborating with me on dermaval tell us a little bit more about yourselves 
Yeah, I'm I'm really flattered that you uh reached out to me um on Instagram about collaborating on Doma Vault. It's been a fabulous collaboration and I've learned so much about K beauty from you. So I I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, because you're the K beauty expert. <laughs> um you guys have to listen to those episodes. It's episodes eight and nine in season one. You will learn so much. And Yonja has great ties with the Korean Trade Commission. <laughs> it's so interesting. But uh a little bit more about myself. Hmm. Well, I used to be an ex uh lawyer. And I used to work in the private equity and venture capital space. And wow. I pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Can I just have... say, like, every time you say that, even though I've heard you say it, <laughs> <laughs> it still wows me every time. <laughs> yes, it's it's quite a um, a niche space. And, and I managed to carve out um, a name for myself in there. Um, but I had to work 24 hours, seven days a week. Um, and it just wasn't sustainable. And yeah. I lost my job because I had, um, I got depression and anxiety. So yeah, that was but... about five years ago. But before mm. that, I had, um, started a hobby because I really liked, uh, beauty products and I really liked YouTube. So yeah. I started a YouTube channel. Yeah. And I went through a couple of names. First, I was like Makeup Manic. Then I was like Makeup Magic. And then I was, <laughs> then I settled on Teacup of Makeup for a very long time. Um, and as cute as that sounds, I think yeah. I've grown out of it. So now I've changed my social media handles to Paint by Tashi Jade Bell. So my name is Tashi, and Jade Bell is my. Middle name, which is actually in Chinese, but is translated into English as Jade Bell. So that's how oh. I came up with the name. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so cool. <laughs> and, and paint for me means so many things. I mean, because I get a lot of uh, comfort from this hobby of mine, this social media hobby of mine, mm. um, because you can paint uh, yourself with makeup, you can paint yourself with skincare, you can paint yeah. yourself with um, fragrances, paint yourself with fashion. I really love fashion as well. Paint yourself with accessories and really paint yourself with whatever comes to mind, like just to paint yourself in, in different moods and feelings and emotions. And I'm also very open about my mental health journey. So that might be yeah. a topic that we'll cover in one of the episodes. Because so far, I, when I first started my hobby, it was in 2014. So I've had the uh, Instagram uh, in 2014 with the YouTube I've kind of slowed down on YouTube but yeah um, at its peak it was doing quite well I was um, in the beginning mm. like um, like three three episodes on YouTube a week oh wow really that's, yeah. that's quite a fair few episodes actually yeah so and then it was growing really quickly and I was yeah. doing quite a lot but then I had to take some time off because I just um wasn't when well. when did you take a break from YouTube um I think I think I'm not too sure I can't really remember but I did take most of 2020 off 
Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, because I had a couple of miscarriages. And uh, yes. I have treatment-resistant depression and anxiety. And it mm-hmm. just, it was just too overwhelming. And so I took 2020 off. I didn't even look at my emails, didn't look at social media at all. Wow. And then, yeah. And then I came back sort of end of 2020 and I'm like slowly getting back into Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. And blogging. And now I also write for uh, a print magazine, which is also online, and Mm -hmm. it's called Retail Beauty Magazine. So I'm a contributor to it, and um, I'm quite enjoying that gig. Um, So you're quite a busy woman. I try to (laughs) keep myself busy. I think um, it's more for my mental health to Mm -hmm. keep my mind busy instead of dwelling on traumatic memories from the past yeah I've come across a lot of um, other people who suffer from depression and anxiety and they also have shared their stories with me about how they find um, their social media like Instagram or YouTube or blogging as a creative outlet and as a form of art therapy yeah yeah definitely I think it'll be a, a, a fantastic topic to cover. Um, I think uh, it'll be really good for people to um, hear those sides of the story because I think everybody has a story. I certainly do have one as well. Um, I think it's important for be, uh, for us to be able to share that journey like because not everything uh, is as glamorous as it's made out to be. Yeah, I, I find that I try to be as as authentic as I can be on my social yeah. media channels, so I don't yeah. very often uh, yeah. collaborations. Yes. With Yonja, it was um, different because um, I felt like she was very genuine. We had a call before we decided on collaborating together which was very unusual or usually I get (laughs) yeah usually I get an email and then they say hey do you want to collaborate I want to send you some stuff and then the negotiations just happen by email so no old school manners anymore that's out the door Um, so it was very refreshing and also very reassuring um, when I had the call with Yonja first uh, to discuss our uh, then potential collaboration and then the collaboration that has happened and is continuing yeah. so, for Demavolt. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think also, like, um, you know, what drew me to wanting to collaborate with you, Tashi, was that authentic side. Like, you know, even though, you know, your Instagram looks amazing by the way like the creativity (laughs) um you know the imagery the aesthetic is absolutely stunning um you know and but there was also when I saw your bio but also went on to your website for your blog there was that bit of that rawness of um where you were a bit more real and and that's very rare to find these days where someone is very open about, um, you know, uh, 
their true um, self and, and their background and what they've gone through. And that's what really, to be honest with you, like really drew me is is that realness and rawness um, to reach out to collaborate. No, thank you very much, Yonja. I really appreciate you saying that. Um, yeah, I mean, on social media, you see people just portraying the glitz, the glamour, um, girls in bikinis and looking hot and wearing designer outfits all the time, having perfect hair, perfect makeup, um, extra long legs. Uh, and yeah. I know that <laughs> those legs have been photoshopped um, uh, or yeah. edited. You know, it, it just comes across as unrealistic. Whereas I know. Um, I, can't really... even tell, I can't even tell the difference between filters and contoured makeup these days. <laughs> I know, I know. The I filters are becoming and I'm like, crazy. Wow, good. like. I know how amazingly talented some people are with their makeup, like in, in terms of the contouring that they do. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes you can't help but go, hold up a second, is there a filter on that as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? know? Yeah, I, I totally get you. And I think for me, because I um, enjoyed the tech side of content creation, which is, you know, I primarily use the Adobe Suite of products so I use Photoshop I use Lightroom I use like for the podcast I um, edited on uh, audition I like you know um, illustrator um, so I've sort of got an eye where I can tell when something's been edited or not yeah yeah from what is like a raw picture and I also yeah. really enjoy photography so yeah. the reason why I came into this sort of social media world and Instagram in particular was because it's very visual and I took art as a subject when I was in high school and I did quite well in art I think I got the highest grade and I found that as a child I had traumatic experiences but um I think it was the art and the therapeutic mm. properties of doing art and yeah the the focus and attention to detail yeah uh, was help was what helped me get through my childhood yeah I can totally relate because I I've also come from an art background mm. um I've got a bachelor's degree in fine arts with a major in photography yeah. <laughs> so we, we actually have a lot in common <laughs> Um, yeah, and I, when I was doing photography back in the day, it was all old school. So it was, you know, with medium format cameras, we developed our own film, we were in the dark room processing and actually I kind printing. of missed that, you know. I really yeah. Liked, I really liked that hands-on. Yes. Not really yeah. knowing how your photograph would come out. Exactly. Yeah. It, there was like a yeah. There was that element of surprise. Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, when you used to print um, photos, and you know, if if you did like a mistake or an error or the the you didn't get the exposure right, sometimes it would create these really spontaneous effects. Yes. That like yes, that, that was that like actually, a one off like era. Come out that really made. cool, right? Yeah, and really and in interesting. So Yeah. I still sometimes do use like a, a film camera just for myself. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I use yeah. Uh, this really old school camera called the Lomo. I think a yeah. couple of years ago, it was a trending thing.、Mm-hmm. So I still have that, and I sometimes do use film. That's but, so cool. But, yeah,、That's、but mostly. So、cool. No, I'm, I'm a massive fan because I, at one stage,、um, I wanted to go back and buy、um, the. Do you remember the Hasselblade? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the really awesome medium format cameras.、Um, but <laughs> this, can you believe it? Like, they're still so expensive. They're very expensive. And very also, expensive. Like, the cost of、um, just getting your film processed has increased、yeah. as well because there aren't that many film like, processing no, centers no. anymore. It used to be really cheap, like just to go to get like, your roll of film processed, but now, like, all,、yeah. like, a lot of these shops have closed. And、yeah, like, everything's tr- digital now. Yeah, everything, everything is everything, digital. Yeah, everything. But you know, it's a dream. I've always said that if one day, if I'm like, got, got a bit of extra cash lying around, I've I still got the dream of having a dark room. <laughs> I really hope、yeah. you do because I would love to come and yeah, play in、totally. your dark room. Yeah, I think、so、a、fun. lot of people would come and want to use it because it, it was actually so much fun. So much fun printing, printing your own photos. And I think, you know, in that in, in, that in itself, also was, I guess, what、um, is also therapeutic and it also teaches you patience, which is、yeah. what I think is missing、uh, in a lot of these younger content creators because everything is immediate. Like,、yeah. they take the picture,、yes. they'll edit it on their phone, and then they'll,、yes. they'll post it. So, there's not that much creativity. Like, I know a lot of people who use presets. Yes.、Uh, yeah. And then the page just looks, everything looks the same, which、yeah. to me, I、yeah. find very boring. Yeah. So, I, I often change up my style. Yes. And then as I evolve, and, and I don't care what is the trending style, it might be like, you know, sepia or it's all, everything's against a white background with like a vase with dried flowers. Yeah. That yeah. kind of, you know, lifestyle、yeah. kind of shot that might be trending.、Yeah. I, I won't, like, I pers- personally, that's not what I want to do. I want、yeah. to do something unique. So、yeah. on、um, Instagram, I started an art therapy. Series where I collaborate with people and then I paint their faces. Yeah. So, well, I- <laughs> yeah, and you were one of my models. I was one of them, and that was so much fun. I, I loved it. I, I was your canvas for the day. Yeah, you were my canvas for the day. And, and from a mental health aspect, it was really good because I had that interpersonal relationship. Because now I'm in、um, forced early、uh, medical retirement because I have treatment resistant depression、mm. and anxiety. So I'm pretty much a reclusive. Like I stay at home most of the time unless I have like an event to go to.、Um, but、uh, some, like these days, sometimes I will reject going to an event because I also get social anxiety.、Mm. So, like, when、yeah. I. Yeah. Lead up to an event, I'm, I'm very anxious all the day, throughout the、mm. day. Like, because it, it is a, 
um, as beautiful as the beauty world and fashion world is, it is very superficial and there are many shallow people in yeah. the industry. And I had a huge culture shock because be- before I didn't do it like all the time. Like it was a hobby ancillary to helping me cope yeah. with the stress yeah. of my legal job. And then when I started getting more noticed and getting invited to more events, like, you know, like PR firms or brand reps, they would look at you, they would look at how you're dressed, what bag you're carrying, what shoes you're wearing. It's like constantly feel like, yeah, you're feeling like you're being judged or, um, you know. you know Exactly. And it makes it's, you feel insecure. Well, it does. It does. Because I think the thing is, um, I mean, <clears throat> you know, sometimes like you do kind of feel uh, a little bit inadequate when you <laughs> Yeah, when you and, and others, honestly, like, like I really didn't look. beautifully dressed. And, yeah, and you they know, have like and, perfect boobs that don't bounce. Oh, I'm like, yes, yes. I mean. I have I, perfect nothing now. I've had two kids. No, <laughs> you've got got great legs really well (laughs) Uh, like personally for me because i'm on all of these antidepressants the the ones that i'm on i've i've tried like 15 or more antidepressants the ones that i've on have made me pile on a lot of weight and it's Mm. also partially due to my inactivity like i'm very active in terms of uh working in front of the computer editing yeah uh, photographs and things i like doing that but i don't really exercise that much so like when i went to fashion week it was a full week i actually lost like five kilograms because i was so active oh then, really yeah so now i can't get back <laughs> on because i'm inactive um <laughs> and i don't i don't quite fit the you know the blonde uh, white yeah yeah uh, yeah, uh, slim, long legs, big boobs, kind of uh, Instagram girl. I'm, I'm just me. I'm just. I mean, is there still that that stereotype? Like when you go to those events, like oh, for still sure. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, especially now, I've, I've, you know, the, the sort of beauty Instagram has um ch- evolved and changed. Like before, it used to be. Oh, um, the trending pages would be the ones that would just focus on the product. So they would be just they would just take a palette, take a photo of a palette against a back, a white background, and and that would be trending. Yeah. But now I'm seeing more and more like um, lifestyle and model types coming into the beauty influencer realm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, it is getting, um, I guess, more about beautiful people rather than yeah people, if you get what I mean. No, I totally understand what you mean. I mean, I do see that, but I think for me personally, like having my own business and building my own brand, that really for me hasn't been the drawing card because I have always um, valued and looked for people that are different and unique and, you know, have have a – That doesn't make sense to me. Like, let me tell you, it doesn't mm. make sense to me for somebody who is 
let's say, 25 years old advertising retinol, which exactly. is an anti-aging yeah. Yeah. product, right? Yes, absolutely. You wouldn't use retinol under 30. You'd probably start using I it. I wouldn't recommend it. They can use it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, it's not something it. essential for them, though. No, it's not. Or, like, you're seeing, like, 20-year-olds getting, like, Botox or getting, like, fillers. And I have heard the argument. I mean, there's always two sides to the story. Yeah. That it's good yeah. for you to start on those when you're younger, so it's preventative. But I think it's just getting a little bit crazy when you see, like, 17, 18-year-olds getting lip fillers, going for, like, body sculpting, getting boob jobs. It's just, I think... yeah. I think it's better to grow as a person first. Yeah, right? absolutely, and, yeah. And I think get comfortable in your own skin first. Yeah, appreciate your yeah, own 100%. beauty. Yeah. Makeup is so good these days that with makeup, anybody can look good. Yes, if, if absolutely. If you know how to apply it in the right way. And also do you know, do you know what skincare? used to get me? Do you know what used to get <laughs> What used <laughs> was, to get you? I'm going to share this. You know how, I mean, it's still in, like, don't get me wrong, is the eyelashes, right? Yeah, and yeah. I would see these girls with these beautiful, like, almost, like, fluttering butterfly eyelashes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would, you know, I've got lashes, but, you know, when you would compare it and go, whoa, like, you know, lash extensions. I, I, I feel like naked, yeah. like in comparison. <laughs> no. You know, and as I say with the eyebrows, so I'd move on from the lashes, and I would see that perfectly sculpted eyebrows. You know, and then yeah. I would look at mine and go, "Oh, okay, I've got a bit of a gap there. I've got a bit of a gap here." You know, like I mean, I do we- love and appreciate all of these beauty innovations that have come through in the past. Oh, few yeah. years, like eyelash extensions and microblading your brows. Yes, and having like yep. tattooed on makeup, but sometimes I think you you still want your authentic self to come through. Yeah, exactly. You know, your- yeah quirks like so like you know i i do have um acne scars on my jaw sometimes i might just blur it out a bit but it's still apparent yeah you look closely at my photographs yeah and and it just yeah i I mean i think for for people who are under 20 just focus on having good skin yeah Um, 100 yeah and and i grew up always having freckles and i used to hate my freckles no, but I used to, but for, for a person, like, you know, growing up, you hated it. Like, I hated, like, being freckly. But now and it's a trend to have freckles. I know, and people are, like, now we Painting on and, freckles. Like, I, I painted on, on freckles. freckles, yeah. I find that, like, if I paint on freckles in my, like, makeup photos, I get more likes. Oh, you know. Are you serious? Um, yeah, yeah, it's just like a, it's just like a, a, a trending thing. I think it makes you m- look more youthful. That's why people. Okay. Are, there's even like I'll take a makeup. It. I'll take it. <laughs> there's even makeup that people are making that, especially yeah. to create freckles. I think there's like a, a brand called Freck, which has as its you know hero product. Yeah. A, a, a freckle maker. <laughs> That so is it's like, hilarious because it's, I have spent years to get rid of my trying freckles, to get rid like, of so your... I can have this like flawless, you know, freckless. 
not even a word, but like you know, porcelain I mean. skin. Yeah, just yeah. you know. And when I saw people like creating their own freckles, I was like, "Are you serious? You can have mine." <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I do for those who have natural freckles. I'm glad that they're not covering it up. Yeah, because um, it's good to show that side of yourself. So. There are, you know, there's there's also a trend of models coming out where their skin's not perfect, like they have a discoloration or like white patches in their skin. Yes, yes. And yes. and I really really like that trend. I mean, it's I mean they're beautiful people, um, with freckles or with patches of uh, discoloration. Yeah. So that that's yes. one trend that I really appreciate and I applaud for them yeah. to show their faces. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's pretty much um m- me. So so oh Yonja, thank you so much for coming on as a co-host. Um when Flora told me she was going to be um too busy, I was I was at a loss. I was like, "Oh, you know, I wanted this podcast to have two co-hosts and we could talk through issues and also when we interview guests it's always good to have you know another person's perspective so and and you bring so much energy and creativity <laughs> like the things I've learned from you I really appreciate it and I'm so happy that our Demovolt collaboration has led yes. to a good friendship Absolutely. Those of you who don't I'm know. I'm so glad I DM'd you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, isn't that a blessing? I mean, I think it it's is. like, to, honestly, like one of the biggest things that's happened to me this year, just getting to know Yonja. Yonja has such a kind heart. And uh-huh. you guys might not know this. I mean, you might think Yonja's Korean, but she's actually Turkish. And <laughs> Yonja took on the, on the day when we did the Yonja day. Yonja took me for all this Turkish food, took me to the Turkish supermarket, and I am obsessed with Turkish food because I've always loved like olives and pickles and sausages, and I my favorite type of bread is Turkish bread. <laughs> so, like when she took me to the t- Turkish supermarket, it was like opening a whole new world to me. So yeah, we really love it. We might even back start talking about you, food. Back at you, though, darling. Yeah. Same back at you. Like all this, you know, you've been showing me and teaching me so much as well, which I'm like absolutely humbled and appreciate so much. I mean, I still can't get over. It. Look, she's talking about the Turkish side. Tashi has taken <laughs> me <laughs> to some places. Let me tell you, for a whole different experience. You know, I don't think. In my life, I've ever eaten a mud crab. Yes, and, yeah. And we, we had, a, we had a full Chinatown mud crab feast. I think people <laughs> that were sitting around us thought we were absolutely <laughs> nuts because there was so much food on our table. And let me tell you, we demolished it. We did. <laughs> I, I think I think for me as well, like growing up, I, I actually grew up in uh, Singapore. My parents were from Australia. But they went through the white Australian policy period and dad was just being bullied at work. He was working at one of the top four accounting firms and he mm. was being bullied. So um, they moved back to Singapore. And so I spent most of my childhood there. I came back when I was 17. Um, but uh, 
the Singaporean pastime is to eat food. <laughs> so yeah. I think I still have that culture with me. And also my dad was very open to exploring different cultures. So yeah. like every weekend we would go out and seek out like different types of food. And so for me, it's something that if I, um, if I want to help make my friend feel better or, you know, treat them, I, you know, I, food is the first thing that comes to mind <laughs> second thing is beauty products <laughs> i just piled oh them with goodness. beauty products so yes yeah yonja was, was having like a, a a bad week last week and i thought okay yonja darling bad week didn't talk. even capture i think it was a oh, tragic yeah. week <laughs> it was hard wasn't it but um oh my goodness. i i hope the mud crab feast <laughs> made uh, up for it that was sensational. I I cannot like honestly. You know your, that Turkish day that we had. I was ha- I was going through a very depressive episode. That yeah, week, and and I called up Yonja and I was like, oh, I'm uh, I don't know what can. Well, that today. was the and, day yeah. where you were trying to figure out about the whole podcast thing. Yeah, yeah. It was just after um Flora told me that um and 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 I'm not saying anything bad about Flora. I mean she's my fabulous friend. Uh, we've been friends for years. We love you, Flora. We love you, Flora. <laughs> we will never forget you. Um it, but it was just a blow to me because um, we had gone into this podcast as a as a sort of hobby with each other, but it's just that I could see that um, the work was piling extra responsibilities on her and she would be traveling so much that it just wouldn't work. So I was a bit at a loss and I called up Yonja and Yonja was so kind to drive all the way from her place. It's like a 40-minute drive, okay? And then she came (laughs) and she picked me up and then took me for a Yonja day and it was one of the best it days It literally was a Yonja day because Tashi came with me to do school pickup. Yeah. <laughs> we, dropped, we dropped my daughter off to work. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was involved, such a good it? day. Yes. Yeah, I think in, 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 with the Beauty Business Podcast as well, we love talking to people from different backgrounds and different cultural backgrounds uh, in, in specific specifically so um yeah we we want uh you know we want it to be a mix of people uh and interesting people uh for you to listen to um and we really hope you're gonna enjoy season two i can't wait for season two i think um you know and Everyone's we have our new inspired. website. Yeah, we've got I know, our new website new up. New website. New logo. New, new logo. A couple yeah. of, I think, surprises. Yes. Um, you know, We're going to so do some giveaways. Absolutely. And, um, you know, stay tuned, I suppose, like for what we've got. <laughs> You never know what else we'll have. <laughs> yes, we might even like t- talk You've to. You've got two creatives, so we can do yeah. totally spontaneous stuff. <laughs> yeah, even though it's like a beauty and fashion industry podcast, we might even talk about food and cultural aspects and diversity, inclusiveness, and things like mental we health awareness. We can totally talk about yeah. food. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. 
Look, I, you know, I said to you, I was joking about this, but, you know, it, it'll be funny if we did a food blog because... We should, we should. <laughs> I started a, a YouTube channel about, like, going into, like, different types of, like, um, supermarkets and all I that know. kind of stuff. So, Yonja, I'm so happy. I'm so excited you're coming on as a co-host. It's going to be a great season, Woo-hoo! everyone. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, I mean, truly appreciate you listening in. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and iHeartRadio. You can also find us on our website, thebeautybusinesspodcast.com and Instagram at thebeautybusinesspodcast. And on Facebook at The Beauty Business Podcast. Feel free to email us at info at thebeautybusinesspodcast.com podcast.com or dm us if there are any issues you would like us to cover thank you thank you and we hope you will join us for our next episode